What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If you're a regular listener to this, you'll know that um, I try to focus more on not pushing people towards buying more gear and not like, I guess, a lot of gear YouTube channels and other gear places, which kind of like uh, ramp up the gas either intentionally or unintentionally to just make you want to buy a bunch of stuff, just point out all the cool stuff coming out and uh, yeah, basically get you interested in you know, buying more and more. Again, whether that's intentionally done by some places or not. Either way, I think we all listen to a lot of this stuff, watch a lot of this stuff and get very excited about all the new gear, all the potential stuff out there. And, you know, it gets you wanting to play and buy a bunch of stuff. I do not usually push in that direction. I try to make a conscious effort. Like I said, I think a lot of those people, it's not conscious. They're just covering the stuff that they love and that they think is interesting. And then that causes us to go, hey, he's right. That does sound cool. Take my money, whoever sells that. Um, You know, for me, I try to, make a conscious effort to get even further away from that not just doing it deliberately but just try to share stories interesting ideas and cool happenings in the guitar and gear world and focus on that and the, and the people and the stories around them um you know just as something different essentially in all this stuff but today i'm gonna break that and i am as you'll have seen by the title of this episode tell you that now is a great time for buying guitars and gear potentially now when i say that um yeah, you know, I don't really mean it as in go and do it. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, all of us probably can admit that we do not need any more guitars or gear stuff. We probably can uh, absolutely be very happy with the stuff that we have. And uh, you know what? If there's actually a point of today's episode, as with any episode, let's just go with that. Let's go with, let's listen to a bunch of music. Let's play the guitars that we have. Let's enjoy what we have. And, uh, you know, do we need to buy a whole bunch of stuff? No. Um, But... What I'm meaning by then is not go buy a whole bunch of stuff. Don't go buy anything if you don't need it. The most important thing is to, rather than spend any more time looking at online guitar stores or whatever, all these things to play guitar and enjoy enjoy making music in whatever way you do that. But what I did want to kind of mean by it is if you were anyway thinking about buying something, you were looking at something, you got your eye on a couple things maybe or there's something you actually do need you think you know there's something you need to complete your recording setup or um you know your little guitar rig that you're using for whatever you're doing right now now might be a really good time to do it and especially if you're in particular looking at uh, a guitar uh specifically not necessarily as much other stuff in the rig although i kind of am feeling the more closely related is the guitar stuff especially this will apply but it will actually still apply in general to stuff like i said the example of if, if you're needing something new for your recording rig um to get started recording that's something i've talked about encouraging people here to read um you know up on some simple guides and just get started in a really simple way with recording with a really simple setup i have podcasts on that there's episodes of this podcast on it uh simple setups for getting going without any of the fuss without any of the big expense and just um essentially making it super easy to get started recording because there's so much to explore and enjoy there even if you're not planning on releasing music or anything just just to enjoy it um you know if you want to do that this will still apply but i think it applies even more specifically to guitars and stuff you know directly in guitar land and uh, setting up guitar rigs and stuff basically i think now is a good time to buy stuff um I think a few months back or six months back will have been even better. But I think, you know, that's pointless me coming on here and being like, you should have bought it already. Um, but if you are looking to buy stuff, again, not encouraging people to buy when they don't need to, don't want to. But if you are looking to buy stuff, maybe look 
sooner rather than later. Um, there's a few reasons I wanted to, I wanted to point this out. Um, in terms of where brands seem to be focusing for the year ahead, some, this is point one. Looking at the stuff that came out, I believe, in Music Week, the kind of virtual NAM show, all the stuff that came out around that, where brands seem to be focusing is, uh, you know, making especially import instruments, more and more impressive ones. That's a trend we've seen for a long time now. You know, stainless steel frets, really nice looking veneers or, you know, a proper thick cap then with a figured veneer over it for maple cap guitars, uh, even at very competitive low price points, locking tuners, bone or kind of fake bone nuts, synthetic bone nuts, all of these things, brass saddles that we would be used to seeing on only the higher end instruments or some of the points that would differentiate the import instruments even from their made in US or made in Europe instruments, um, you know, coming in at more and more competitive price points, all of those sorts of things. Um, what we saw from the kind of NAMM show, I believe, Music Week was an even more increased focus on that sort of thing. But whereas before it was kind of like bringing out a still affordable line with those things or just sprinkling a couple of those sorts of specs across the very competitively priced ranges so that you'd see guitars for four or five, six hundred bucks with sprinklings of these elements that you'd only see on the, the much more, the more expensive import instruments or, you know, which were fewer and farther between. Or, like I said, the US made instruments or European instruments. Um, you know, that was kind of like what we were vaguely used to seeing. Um, the trend now seems to be evolving slightly we've seen this probably for the last couple of years to be fair which is people getting used to the idea getting more and more comfortable i guess this kind of happened with like japanese guitars and with korean guitars and now it's happening with indonesian guitars and even chinese guitars people got people you know saying yeah okay we're, we're silly to say that those guitars can't be good or aren't good that depends really on what's being done with there and you know, a lot of the older guitars weren't as good or as impressive because the idea was purely focused on hitting a price point because that was the purpose of these guitars from the overseas in these factories however as time's gone on and people have grown to really enjoy and like their guitars from these factories it's become much more of a recognition of those factories can do great stuff we're willing to pay more not just for any instrument from that factory for not just for the same instrument but if you make a great instrument from these places from these factories we're willing to pay more we don't just say well an uh, indonesian instrument has to be 700 bucks or lower we've got more and more comfortable with the idea of, you know, that's pushing a thousand bucks, but it's got like baked maple neck with stainless steel frets and locking tuners and Seymour Duncan pickups and go to a bridge. And, you know, because of that, the idea that it's made in Indonesia, it's silly for me just to say it's from this country. So therefore I'm not going to pay as much. Look at what's on that guitar. We know that they make great guitars at, all, uh, at lower price points in the factory. No reason they're not going to make an excellent guitar with these even better appointments. So therefore it's worth more money. We've been getting more and more comfortable for that. And companies are kind of been making us more and more comfortable on that for a while. It's interesting, you know, rather than just concentrating on selling at those lower price points in big numbers, companies seem to be really keen on expanding the ranges up and that seems to have been the way it's going for the last couple of years you know how, you know i'm not just saying they just raise the prices it's not that they are they're adding features there they're creating more valuable instruments to justify those high price points but they seem to be very keen to expand the range up um to you know i say okay you're okay you, you're buying a lot of our instruments at 300 bucks and 500 bucks and 700 bucks and that's where our three kind of distinct points in the range are or well, when they introduced a new range instead of it filling a gap there or the 700 kind of moves up to eight and they fill something else in at 700 they seem to be very keen to go okay now we've got a 1200 dollar import instrument seems to be something that all of the companies just across 
the spectrum of different guitar brands and different types of guitar all seem to be interested in um, for the last couple of years, pushing this up, saying, okay, you're comfortable paying more for an Indonesian instrument if it's got better specs. You know, here we go. Here's your, you know, we all remember sort of seeing $1,000 Indonesian instruments and then it's pushing over 1000 and now 1500 you know, $1,500, $1,600 instruments from those Indonesian factories, super high appointments and all that stuff, you know, more sp- special stuff in the range we're absolutely used to seeing that stuff now well that trend seems to be continuing even further and continuing in a way as well where they're kind of pushing up some of the lower price point stuff of course over time prices just increase but again sort of adding some specs kind of redoing some ranges you know making a couple things a bit more interesting either unique or adding a couple more features and pushing those guitars up so that they have added value it's not just the same guitar for a higher price necessarily but when you look at the catalog of what's here versus two years ago from a company that builds their guitars or has their guitars built in let's say korea or indonesia you know before like i said maybe they were hitting you know some guitars around 200 some around 300 some around 500 some around 700 now it's sort of like they still got the 200 like the kind of entry level 150 or 200 but there's no longer one at 300, then it's at 500, and then there's no longer one at kind of six or seven, it's kind of 850, and then they've got two or three ranges above 1,000. And it just seems that's where the focus has been, is to, you know, still offering stuff at all kinds of price points for all kinds of players. That's still there. I'm not saying these guitars are disappearing at low price points, but in terms of not wanting to take away features, still kind of, like I said, more and more sprinkling in stainless steel frets and this and that and the other, more impressive feature sets, it's really been pushing higher and higher on the focus of bringing the range kind of to be a more expensive range and the focus and the new additions to the range in particular being more expensive ones. And when a range gets reformed, Um, You know, it's more about a focus on more expensive instruments rather than having, you know, three different levels of guitar all under 500 bucks, you know, one around 150, one around 250 and one around 500, like 490 or something. You know, it's kind of like there's one, you know, kind of under there at a good range. And then the next one's just over 500 and it's and then the third one's up at 850 or something. And it's just the the range becomes top heavy. You know, if there's six or seven different price points in general overall across their range that they're kind of hitting you know if they've got them numbered kind of like you you've got like a a kind of numbering system like ltd or something where you're like ec1 and you know ec250 ec256 or whatever ec1000 and stuff the focus seems to be on when they've expanded the range adding more stuff that's definitely falling closer to a thousand bucks or even 1500 bucks that seems to be a trend going forward. And so if you're interested in getting something from the ranges of these uh, these places, it definitely seems uh, that you maybe want to get in on it before those kind of reformed ranges are hitting the shelves and the last of the, quote unquote, last year's guitars have gone away because, um, you know, it's not just it's not just a simple price rise. It's sort of like the focus is on this kind of stuff being higher. So if you're looking at getting, you know, having certain options within a price range, depending on your budget, those options could thin out. You know, if you're looking at under 300 bucks, under 200 bucks, under 500 bucks, I think your options are going to thin out a little bit over the next year. But if you're looking at, you know, around seven, 
to 900 bucks, I think your options are going to get a lot more substantial and you're going to have fantastic value stuff there. Um, there's still absolutely going to be stuff sub 200, sub 500. It's just uh, the choices on offer are still, you know, way bigger than they were 20 years ago. But focus of a lot of these brands still seems to be towards the top end of stuff. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is that there is absolutely price rises coming. Um, and that's probably more important thing. Just straight up price rises, you know, stuff where it's just, whether it's been reformed or they've added new colors or whatever it is, just the same series of guitars are going to be more expensive going into this year. Um, couple of reasons why it's definitely going to be the case. I mean, you know, I know people who've, you know, been to music stores and, or work in music stores, work in industry and know that that is happening. Price rises are coming. Uh, you know, as well as just generally, you know, inflationary, blah, 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 year after year, um, you get price rises periodically. Um, you know, we're kind of due for that on some of these ranges in particular or overall in general, for sure. Um, but there's a couple more reasons why we're actually getting price rises in particular, or you can expect prices to rise specifically in 2021, um, including prices that haven't gone up yet. Um, and reasons why if you're sitting around like this is what I'm saying, waiting for a deal on something or you're kind of hovering over it going, maybe I can get a cheaper price. You might be able to individual items. You absolutely might be able to always be on the lookout for good deals, always be talking to your local shops about, you know, deals and just be open and honest. Absolutely. I'm not just saying, oh, panic, buy, buy, buy. That's completely stupid and ridiculous. Don't ever think like that. Um, but the reason it'd be reasonable to expect over the course of this year for prices to go up, um, are a couple of things on top of just the generally probably due a bit of a price rise on some of these things, um, on some of these lines. Uh, basically, we had a booming, massive year in general for guitar sales in particular. And that's why I say specifically guitars gets affected by this point more than the other stuff, although that also kind of spreads to everything around guitars in a periphery sense, um, you know, peripheral sense. And yeah, you know, it's... um in the periphery of guitars but that also will go to you know that good year for uh sales and other stuff um you know um music gear and stuff and that can spread to recording but specifically guitar stuff and specifically even more so yeah actual guitars themselves but um basically very strong year in terms of sales last year uh of course we've discussed on here and you will have heard discussed in lots of other places why that was um but a very strong year in terms of sales in general. If you think you're going to have a crazy boom year like that, like your companies like Fender and I know some other companies who are pretty big as well saying it was their strongest year ever for sales. Um, I know two or three companies who have personally told me that it was their strongest year uh, in terms of sales. Um, and that is all price points. I'm talking across price points, you know, way up there, super high end stuff to entry level stuff um aftermarket parts guitars a whole bunch of stuff um aftermarket parts you know people do modding projects at home for a load or whatever all these different situations we're in modding projects those guys have been selling a lot because of that as well and the stores that stock that stuff um if you have a massive booming booming insane year, you know like fender saying this is the best year in their company's history or something uh you have that kind of year um and you think the prices are going to go down uh, next year. It's just not how it works. They know that people are buying this stuff right now. Um, and so possible opportunity, possible reason behind price rises. Well, possible sign that that is going to happen. 
um, you notice I'm saying possibly a lot there, so it's not necessarily the case. However, you combine it with the third factor for why I think prices are definitely going to go up uh, across the board this year, and you will see a price rise. So you've had a booming year, um, lots of sales, blah, 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 blah. But the third point here is a lot of places, because of, the di because of supply difficulties, are behind. Um, they're still going to catch up to orders. So that's a crazy situation to be in. It can, can sometimes lead you up. You got demand outstripping supply. You know, we know what can happen in that circumstance. But also, in terms of supply side difficulties, uh, because of all the difficulties and interruptions and problems this year, the cost of supply and the cost of manufacturing, the cost of, yeah, cost of trying to catch up to those orders and fulfill those orders going forward, especially companies that usually like to be have an abundance of stock to then sell or to some extent. Um, because of that, uh, that really actually even just on its own without the other two factors I mentioned first would be enough to justify the prices going up. Um, now, they might not necessarily, while they're justified, they wouldn't necessarily lead to it because companies would have to outweigh the fact of, well, could we really put our prices up when we're not selling well enough anyway, et cetera, et cetera. With point number two, had a massive booming year last year. These companies no longer have that worry. So they're trying to... Um, yeah, basically offset the costs of these massive difficulties and uh, increased costs on the supply side, on the manufacturing side. They're looking at their books and they're seeing they can't even make product fast enough. We're all buying it so much. So very natural that prices will go up. Um, like I say, word inside the industry is prices going up anyway. Um, so if that's a fourth point of just that's the whispering on the wind, nothing official, but that's the whispering you hear are uh, working in the industry. So there you go. That's another point. Um if that counts for anything. But that's whispers. I wouldn't take that. That's why it's like, here are my three main points and that fourth one is kind of like throwaway. Because, you know, sometimes people, you get whispers about that and it's just Chinese whispers and it's just, it's just, it's just people of, eh, maybe heard this and this thing and this and then it never ever comes about. That happens all the time. So I wouldn't even count that fourth one very much, um, especially, you know, on its own. Um, with all this other stuff going on, I give it credence, but that's irrelevant to the fact that I heard it really, isn't it? It's just those three main points. Um, really is what it is um so yeah focus of a lot of the brands seems to be pushing on towards that higher end anyway and providing higher features and providing these really super higher level guitars because we now feel like they've got us as customers used to that and very happy to you know now spend a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks some people still feel that stings on an import instrument from china or indonesia but a lot of us have got used to it in general um across the community Companies feel like we've got used to that and they seem very keen across the board on focusing on that push towards more of a focus on higher end instruments, even in the affordable sector, which means the, the they're still excellent deals and incredible instruments, especially compared to 20, 30, 40 years ago that you can get for sub 150 bucks, sub 200 bucks, sub 300 bucks, crazy amazing stuff. That's still going to keep happening. But in terms of the array of options, companies don't and brands don't seem as interested in stuffing that end of the market. They seem more interested in trying to push their range to have a bit more of a focus on the upper end of the market by giving more features. And like I say, it's kind of not to say they're just stripping out or they're just raising the prices, but more to do with the idea of, yeah, if we're going to have 10 separate price points, Rather than having really evenly spread, you know, you're going to suddenly find six of them are up around a thousand bucks and above. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to be approaching two thousand dollar Indonesian guitars very soon from these same factories. Not, you know, obviously you can get uh, like a boutique Indonesian guitar from a fantastic Indonesian luthier. Um, 
it's it being based in the country isn't relevant to that but um in terms of from you know court tech factories for example in in indonesia um you know two thousand dollar uh ibanezes or, or something from there yeah i think we're getting very close to that now so that's the one reason why in general i think stuff's going to be a bit pricey just your your options are going to suddenly spread towards that end it's not that there's not going to be cheaper instruments just spread towards that end and in terms of actual price rises we've got fantastic booming year demand exceeding supply at the moment etc etc from last year going into this year still happening and then the third point match that with some supply side difficulties and some uh increases in costs and increases in logistical difficulties which then increases costs on the supply side and the company's being able to match that with point two and seeing yep there's a bunch of demand here even outstripping supply um so we can outweigh the costs of these of manufacturing in the crazy current times with uh increasing prices so i think that's going to this going to be what happened as well as the general floating point in there is we're probably overdue a bit of a price rise on a few of these lines not everything uh, i'm not encouraging just we need to raise guitar prices that doesn't affect me any better than it does any of you <laughs> um but you know i think there's a few places where you know there's some lines that are out for a while and they periodically the price will go up um you know they'll be like here are two new colors the price has gone up you know p.s the price has gone up um you know that kind of thing um and there's a few of those lines out there which are due to go up anyway. So there you go. Uh, three main points with a couple of kind of subsidiary points, but three main points there for why I think prices are going to be going up in general across gear and guitar stuff this year. Do not take that as go out and buy a bunch of stuff. Got to get a good deal now. There's always deals. You'll always be able to find stuff at great prices. Um, buy stuff when you actually need it, when it's actually really useful to you, when you actually really want it. Don't don't go on these ebbs and flows. You know, if you're an actual collector, if you buy and trade and sell, like if you trade guitars and that's a big part of what you do, obviously listening to these whispers and ideas and stuff is like part of it. But um, I'm guessing that's not going to be many of you. Just if you're into guitars, like you don't need to buy anything. You know what I mean? Just chill out on it. i just say that because i know sometimes people do these kind of topics of discussion if it feels very like pressurized even if it's again on accident it feels a bit like it feels like it puts in the air the idea of we should go buy stuff no just there'll always be deals there'll always be the stuff that you want there'll always be a bunch of stuff you don't want and like if you was genuinely seriously considering something right now before this podcast you know look into it see if it could be disappearing with the new lineup announced at nam or the thing it's being replaced with is more expensive and not really what you want i don't know that's always good to look at but don't go look for a bunch of stuff you don't divide anything you're you got a guitar you got you got you got all the equipment you need you don't need anything you know what i mean um, i'm not encouraging people to go out and buy a bunch of stuff it's not about that um just an interesting thought and it could be useful if you were already a you know hovering over buying something and not sure could be a useful thing just to weigh up doesn't mean you should just buy it but it's good to weigh in there as you weigh your pros and cons with all these things um anyway enough blabbing on about that track suggestion for the day to go and listen to because listening to music is much more important than listening to someone blab on about guitar prices um so today i'm suggesting another track from an artist who i've suggested several times on the podcast before whose work i really enjoy beautiful guitar work lovely music calming relaxing great stuff to kind of end a week going to a new week with um and this is the track a caravan passing by uh by the david regiro trio i've linked to that in the description of the podcast uh guitarist from spain a lot of gypsy jazz influenced stuff other jazz elements influenced stuff wonderful guitar work both um playing uh acoustic stuff uh, and nylon string stuff and electric guitar plays uh 
quite across quite a variety of styles in in all of his back catalog and uh, i've just really been enjoying this track lately so that's what i've linked to in the description of this podcast go and check that out listen to a bunch of music get inspired and play a bunch of guitar because that's what it's all about as always look after yourselves look after one another and i'll catch you again tomorrow